Hello, friends. Welcome to another episode of Tell Us a Good Story. Today, it's just me and Steph sharing our own stories. Like, why is Steph yelling so much at third grade basketball games? Uh, probably not my best moment. Probably not. No. Uh-uh. Probably not. And we also share some fun behind the scenes stories about the guests we recently talked to, like Dog the Bounty Hunter and the Python Huntress. Hope you enjoy this episode of Tell Us a Good Story. This episode is being presented to you by Luby Companies, a custom home builder here in central Ohio. Let them be your builder for life. They're freaking awesome. All right, Steph. Welcome to episode 75. 75. And there are no streamers. I was expecting balloons to celebrate this momentous occasion. There you were. You didn't give me any of it. No, I'm sorry. I didn't know that was going to be part of this. (laughs) It's 75. It's a big deal. It's huge. Okay, we'll make a hundred huge. How about that? I we want will sparklers. Actually, celebrate a hundred. Do I get sparklers? Sure, you yes. will get sparklers. Perfect. Yes, as long as we can keep our kids away from the sparklers. At least Tate. Well, our three-year-old. Our three-year-old. As long as we can keep our three-year-old <laughs> away from the sparklers, yes, we will Works. do that. Yes, that is a great idea. We will Thanks. do that. Okay. Yes. But welcome to episode seventy-five, friends. For those of you who are just starting to listen to us on our weekly podcast or our weekly radio show, I want to explain every fifth episode, it's just Steph and I sharing our stories about marriage, our family. So episode 75, 70, 65, down the order. It's just us. Sometimes we do have a friend that we ask to be part of the conversation, but tonight it's just you and I sharing stories just like we do every fifth episode. And today I want to talk about T-Ball and some behind-the-scenes stories of our podcast that we've had with some of the prior guests. Love it. So let's start off with T-Ball. Okay. Well, let's talk about T-Ball, basketball. You decided that whenever your kids started playing sports, you wouldn't be their coach. I did. So now you're double coaching it. I signed up to be the head coach of Emmy's third-grade basketball team. Yes. Then your our brother-in-law, Mike, came to a pizza night or something at the family and said, what do you think about us coaching t-ball together? So it'd be me, my brother-in-law and your father Mm -hmm. coaching t-ball. And I was like, absolutely sign me up. I will gladly be an assistant coach for that. And so on our t-ball team, which is five and six year old kids, we've got our daughter, Elle, our nephew, Alex, and then our nephew, Sam. Mm -hmm. And then of course, the other day, it was you as the first base coach, your sister as the third base coach, our brother-in-law, Mike, at home plate, your dad helping get helmets on with the kids, and then me getting the kids organized and taking care of the batting order, making sure we have all nine or ten kids it's in the It's a family dugouts. affair. And since my sister's involved, as you guys know, my sister, like we have to be all matching. So... The kids all have their jerseys and pants and little hats. And oh my gosh, they look so stinking cute. But now, now the entire coaching staff, we have our coaching shirts. We have (laughs) hats. Like we are all set up. So it's so much fun as a family to do this together. Right. Well, it's funny stuff because yesterday at the game, when we walked up to talk to the other coaches, we were talking about, hey, here's our thoughts about the game. Here's what we'd like to do. And the other coach for Team Rockies, I guess, was like, wow, you guys put in a lot more thought than this than we did. 
Yeah, sure. That sounds great. You go. Let's go ahead and do that. That's awesome. <laughs> right. It's so much fun. So now I was not able to attend the first two or three practices stuff of T-ball because yeah. we had an overlap with Emmy's third grade basketball team, which I'll get to in a second. Yep. However, talk about the first couple practices. What happened when when I wasn't there? Oh my gosh! So. We are so lucky because the group of kids that we have, the group of parents, they all just want to help. Like the kids are involved. The parents are there if we need help. So a lot of these kids, it's the first time they've been on a field. It's the first time they've held a glove. It's the first time they've got to the plate to hit a ball. So they don't even know if they're right-handed or left-handed. And it's just so much fun. So our daughter, Elle, who we have nicknamed Ducky, (laughs) she goes up to the plate and she hits she she's ready to hit she's ready to hit there's a t there she hits it off the t and we're like run l so instead of running to first she runs right to third base and we're like turn around so she went back to home plate and we're like now go to first so then she went to first and she ended up being able to go around all the bases however she didn't drop her bat <laughs> so she's running the bases like it's an olympic torture in her hand bless her little heart the bat's almost as tall as she is and she's holding it up in the air and she's running around the bases and bless her heart like it was it was so cute now steph i have coached our daughters now multiple times right from Mm -hmm. basketball to baseball and you've seen me in the house whether it's playing tennis whatever i will strategically make up games to work on a certain skill set, yep. right? Whether it's t-ball, tennis, or, or basketball. And it's one of the things I love about you. Thank you. I, you, make, you make sports fun. You break it down in a way that kids start, it's starting to click in their minds and they're like, oh, well, that's how you do something, but you make it a game yes. so they want to keep practicing it, which I think it's so cool of you. Thank you. So I will try to make this as fun as possible for a kid because... If it's not fun, in my mind, they're not going to want to play. Yeah. Right? So they're not going to want to play baseball if it is the most boring thing ever. So I'm trying to make this as much fun as I can. Yep. So for example, with L the other night, we were having a hard time fielding mm-hmm. and understanding when the ball's hit, you have to go get it. Even if it's not hit directly to you, you have to go get it. So at the house, I made up a game. We have these little play snowballs. I had L put her glove on. All of us, we grabbed a snowball and we took turns rolling it somewhere in the house. Elle had to go run, get it, and then we played freeze tag. So once the snowball was in her glove, if she touched us with the glove and the the ball in it, we were frozen. So the end result was she's learning, go get the ball and you can tag a runner out. So Mm -hmm. she's running and our three-year-old's running through the house and me and our nine-year-old's running through the house as Elle's trying to tag us with her glove. Okay. Well, the end result was yesterday she had four... She, she got four grounders during the game versus the scrimmage before nothing, Yeah. right? So that's the kind of stuff I'm working on. I remember with Emmy trying to make up games with dribbling, just wanting her to be the best dribbler out on the court. So one game we did in the house was I timed our youngest daughter running around the house like an obstacle course, okay? How fast can you run? Then I had Emmy dribbling the ball the whole time to see who's fastest. And it was actually a dead tie. Yeah. Dead tie. Then I made up another game where Emmy had to dribble with her left hand and she had to look up. She had to look at me the whole time in the kitchen. So she's dribbling this basketball with her left hand. And anytime she would look down, 
then I was going to take a rolled up sock that I had in, in baskets and I was going to throw it at her. So we started playing this. Well, Elle, our youngest daughter, who was three or four at the time, I guess, she wanted to get on this, okay? Because she's seeing me throw rolls of socks at her sister. At her sister. So I'm like, Elle, anytime you see Emmy look down at the basketball while she's dribbling, we're going to throw this at her, okay? Yes. So. Ready, go. And it's just rapid fire. Like, Emmy's looking at us, and Elle just takes all these socks and just rapid fire. Like, we're not holding... She reenacted Elf. Oh, my gosh. She is rapid fire at her sister dribbling the basketball. So, I make a couple of these these funny games and these drills just to make it really fun for our kids. Mm -hmm. All right? So, in this situation, our brother-in-law, Mike, asked me, hey, do you have any drills that we could do with hitting at the end of the practice? Absolutely. I've got, I've got one. He said, okay, let's you know, bring that with you. He's like, how long does it take? I said, I could, I could take up 15 to 20 minutes of practice if you want. Perfect. Okay. So we'll have you do it at the end of practice. So show up early, have a meeting with your dad and our brother-in-law, Mike, just to get organized what stations we're going to do for this hour long practice. And he's like, okay, Kevin, go ahead and, and tell me what, what's the drill you want. And at this point, I never thought how stupid this would sound explaining this drill to another adult, but it sounded so stupid. So of course, Mike's like, okay, go ahead and explain the drill so I can get you know my practice notes down here. I'm like, okay, Mike, here's what we're going to do. We're going to pretend like the bat is a sword. <laughs> He's like, he gives me this look stuff like, are you kidding me? And I'm like, okay, or we can do a lightsaber. We, we can pretend it's a lightsaber. And he still gives me this confused look. I'm like, okay, just follow along with me, Mike here, okay? Then, and I pull out a red Sharpie out of my pocket, then we're going to mark a red dot on the baseball, and we're going to pretend the baseball is poison. And by this time, I'm like, okay, this sounds so ridiculous. Telling another adult this game that I made up, right? I'm like, Mike. This is gold, Mike. Mike, listen, you got to trust me on this. (laughs) This is going to help their hand-eye coordination, having a level swing, and he's just like shaking his head. I'm like, okay, then... To really get in character, after I put this red dot on the ball, I have these special gloves, Mike, and I pull out my batting gloves. I'm like, I'm the only one who can touch this poisonous ball. And the only way that they can kill this poison ball is to hit this dot. Okay, so they're going to swing hard and hit this red dot. And so he busts out laughing and he's like, okay, I'm, I'm going to let you handle this one, Kev. I'm like, okay, just let me handle this one. And then your dad didn't say anything. Mm-hmm. So I can only imagine what he was thinking as I'm explaining. He's probably thinking, my daughter married this I was. He's probably thinking, <laughs> such high hopes for Kevin. <laughs> so let's talk about the day that I had to go to T-Ball, oh. picture day, and you went to Emmy's basketball game. And I asked my <laughs> assistant coach so if he good. could cover for me the practice and then the game. And so... You went and attended the game and watched Emmy play while I did picture day with the T-ball. What what happened? I'll let you explain, oh. and then I'll give my perspective of what happened with the, the conversation afterwards. Okay, so you guys, it's not good. I'm just gonna, I'm gonna wrap myself out. It's really not good. So, as you guys know, I am very competitive, but I'm also trying to encourage those that aren't as competitive. Okay, so I'm at Emmy's game. And this is third grade basketball. It's boys and girls. Yes. In this league. Yes, it is. So on our team, there's six boys, four girls. Mm -hmm. Yes. So we're playing this team. And 
Emmy was doing really good. Like she was doing really good, you guys. And I was so proud. And at one point she had 12 out of the 14 points that our team had. And I, if you guys want to see a proud mama bear, like I'm going crazy in this stance like, with gone. my mask on. And the guy beside me, he's like, is that your girl? I'm like, yup. And he's like, she's really good. I'm like, oh, thank you. And I was like, that's right. My girl's good. Like I was just so proud. Well, a lot of the kids on this team, I don't think have, have ever been on a court before like that's the level that some of these kids are at most of the kids on this team i'm trying to get not to run with the basketball well and that's that was the thing like emmy's trying to play and trying to play defense well at one point this kid gets the rebound and he just starts running to the opposite side of the court and i'm like he's gonna dribble he's gonna dribble he gets over half court <laughs> just keeps and running. The, yes and the referee's finally like blowing her whistle he got from one end of the court to the other end of the court and didn't dribble a, one time didn't dribble one time put the shot up missed it and the referee's blowing her whistle and she was so sweet she's like baby i gave you a chance to half court after <laughs> that you you have to dribble the ball and he just like looked at her like, what? What are you talking about? Yeah, well, I don't understand what you're talking about. She's like, baby, you got you to dribble the ball. You got to dribble the ball. So, you know, so all of, so that's happening. And at one point, the ball went up in the air. This one boy grabbed the ball. He was on Emmy's team. And instead of putting it back up, he took off for the other hoop and tried to make a basket there. So I'm just like, oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. So... Yes, I'm competitive, but I'm trying to be encouraging and yell encouraging words. But at one point, Emmy had the ball. She did a fast break, and she's a very selfless player. So instead of just going up for the layup, she passes it to another kid on, another team. Kid on the team. And I might have yelled, don't pass it to him. And I was like, oh. Oops. And then like my hand went over my mask and I was just like, oh my gosh, I didn't say that out loud. Please. I didn't say that out loud. And I couldn't even, it was one of those things where you're frozen in time and you just literally like look at the court and pray that no one is looking at you. And I didn't talk anymore the rest of the game because apparently my words got the best of me that day. So friends, I leave picture day with the T-ball team and I'm driving home and I call my wife. And I said, how did Emmy do? Awesome. Great. How did you do? I may have yelled at the kids. <laughs> like, what do you mean you may have yelled? It's either you yelled at the kids or you didn't yell at the kids. It's not may have. And you're like, okay, I, I yelled. I'm like, what did you yell? And you're like, I may have yelled, Emmy, don't pass it to that kid. And I'm like, oh. And then you explain what happened. Yeah. Then I explained to you there is a rule in this league where each time down the court you need to make one pass. Mm -hmm. Which to, I was not made aware of that rule. I did not know that rule. I didn't know I had to explain it to you. He did. Would that have changed how you yelled at the children on the basketball court if I would have explained all these rules to you ahead of time? I can't. I don't know that. I, I don't, don't know, know either. Answer. I didn't think I needed to explain <laughs> I don't that. Know that answer. <laughs> Unfortunately that moment may have got the best of you because you're yelling, don't pass it to that kid who well, is on our team. And it was bad because Emmy's like, mom, because Emmy doesn't see the bad in anybody, right? Like she could be wide open, but she still wants to get other people involved and she still wants to pass it. 
And she's like, Mama, why did you say don't throw it to that kid? And like, <laughs> I'm like, Emmy, I am not proud of that moment. It was not one of Mama's best moments. But you pass it to whoever's open, and I'm so proud of you for getting people involved in the game. And I remember saying, Step, you realize I am the head coach of this team, right? You know that. Did, and I'm like, did you make an issue that I'm going to have to deal with when I come back next week I as the head hoping, coach? You're I was like, hoping not. I hope not. I hope not. That sounds like a you problem, Kevin. <laughs> I mean, because you could only have one parent there at yes. a time. So it was my last game. <laughs> yeah, she's not allowed back. <laughs> I can't come back. Dang it. So let's talk about our first scrimmage then with T-Ball. Okay. How did you enjoy your experience? Oh. Because I remember on the way there, I'm like, are you going, do you need to take a dog leash with us to attach to our three-year-old? And you kind of laugh like that may not be a bad idea, mm-hmm. but what what happened when we got there stuff? Well, he did good for maybe, maybe five minutes, but here's the problem. Like he loves his Emmy, but he also loves his L. So Emmy was with us and I was like, buddy, you get to be with Emmy. We're going to sit here and watch the game. Grandma brought suckers. Like it's going to be great. And he was great for maybe five minutes. But then there was his other sister, Elle. And there were his big cousins, Sam and Alex. And they were on the bench. Well, he wanted to be on the bench and hang out with the team. And then his daddy was coaching, so he wanted to be with his daddy. So he didn't get why he couldn't grab a bat and go out on the field. Like, he wanted to keep going to the field. So within 10 minutes of the game starting we were locked in a van and i had a movie on for him and i was watching from my window yelling and screaming this mad woman was yelling from her van did you have your mask on and i did not have my mask on (laughs) cheering for the kids so did not end up how i thought it was going to but that's okay yes that's okay so i've realized with t-ball you got to take the expectations you have for these T-ball players and drop them down even further. It just keeps going down. Keep, yeah. Yes. I got to have a starting point even lower. So the first scrimmage, <laughs> Steph, <laughs> I'm doing my best to keep one kid from laying on the ground. I'm like, dude, you have to get up. You have to get up. They're hitting the ball. Right. Then another kid, every time a ball gets hit to him or somebody throws a ball near him and he's, he's, the biggest kid in our team, right? Every time somebody throws the ball to him, he falls on the ground. <laughs> and so we're doing this. See, I'm doing a drill with your dad. And your dad's like, son, what are you doing? I'm I'm diving for the ball. Your dad's like, don't do that. We don't, don't do that. Like, your dad's so annoyed. Like, well, he's stop like, falling he on the ground. dives for the ball. He slides into every base. Like, he's right at the base, but then he slides. And I'm like, you're going to break your ankle, <laughs> bud. Like, you can't do that. Except this other kid at the scrimmage hits the ball and then would run to the base. But he would put his arms out like he's flying. Flying, yeah. He's flying. I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> and so he's just like gliding in the air, flying, gets the first base. Then I'm watching him. Coming home, he's doing the same thing from home, from third base to home. He's like flying, gliding through the air. And so he did this twice. Then after the second time, I'm like, what are you doing? Because I'm flying. I'm like, stop it. <laughs> we don't do that on Team Royals. You need to run through first base. No more flying, gliding, no flapping wings, no nothing. And he's okay. I'm like, do you understand? We, we don't do that on Team Royals. Okay. Maybe you need to back it down a little bit. Like the listeners are like, oh my gosh, I'm then, so glad my kid is not on their team. But then he hits the ball and he flies again down <laughs> the first base. Like, oh, dude. 
Oh. But you know what? They're having fun. That We got to keep remembering that, right? Like, it's just, it's cute. It really yeah. is cute. And the fact that we get to do it as family makes yes. it even better. So with Elle, stuff from the practices, she would get in the van and she'd be upset or frustrated mm -hmm. because there's one particular kid on the team who doesn't really talk, mm -hmm. okay? And so she... And I'm going to make up this name, okay? Yeah. Let's say it's Betty. So Betty, you would say hello to her, and she's very shy, mm -hmm. okay? And I don't know if she's only child. I don't know if she's not around other kids, but she's just very shy kid, and, okay? But so sweet. Like, she does whatever you ask her to. Sweetest kid ever, Betty. So she's so sweet, but she, yes. just, she just doesn't talk she much. She does not talk much. Mm -hmm. So Elle would get in the car. And she's like, I said hello to Betty. Betty won't talk back to me. I'm like, Elle? Betty might not be used to being around kids. So it's okay. Mm -hmm. I want you to be friendly with Betty and she'll warm up. Okay. So next practice comes home. Betty's not talking. She still doesn't <laughs> talk to me. Like she's so frustrated. She's she so, so upset frustrated. about it. So frustrated. So at the scrimmage, we get through the first inning. We're going back out to the field. Elle runs over and she's like, like super loud. Betty can talk, daddy. Betty can talk. Isn't that great? And then she like points and, and Betty's like shaking her head. She's like, Betty can talk. I'm like, okay, that's great. Elle. Shh, let's go. Let's go play. All right. Get out in the field. And Steph, it's probably five minutes later, right? L, we rotate positions. L gets the shortstop. Same thing. So loud. Daddy, Betty can talk. Betty can talk. I'm like, and it's something like straight up Pinocchio uh -huh. or something. I'm like, L, stop. Please stop saying that. Why? Just, just trust me. Just stop saying that. Why? Like, L, please stop. Please stop. So then after the game, we get in the van. What's the first thing L says? Betty can talk. Betty can talk. Mom, and Betty can talk. Not like I had so much fun. She's just so excited because she found out Betty could actually talk. Yeah. All right, Steph, I've got a question for you. What's your favorite book of all time? Uh, obviously, you met her where? Oh, I thought you were going to say the Bible. Oh, oops. <laughs> What's your second favorite book of all time? You met her where? <laughs> a distant second. Totally distant. It's a pretty good book. Sorry, God. It's still a pretty, pretty good was. book. But we're so excited. Where can people get our book, honey? Okay, I know this. Uh, Amazon.com. Yes. Barnes & Noble. Yes, and? And our website, KevinStuff.com. And, and what happens if they buy it off our website? <gasps> what do they get? Uh, an autograph from us. Yes. Who wouldn't want that? So listeners, if you've already read the book, thank you so much. We've had such good feedback. One thing that helps us, if you can give us a review on amazon.com, we would greatly appreciate it. Thank you so much. And thank you for listening. So let's talk about some behind the scenes stuff from interviews that we've had with the last five guests because we've oh had, my gosh we've had a yes. lot of comments so many fun guests we've had yes. kevin so let's start with 71 amy amy seaweed i might have a huge girl crush yes. on amy seaweed right fearless now. absolutely <gasps> fearless she's amazing so listeners if you have not listened to that oh my gosh good episode 71 amy seaweed she was fantastic you didn't want to happen and the entire family literally had to convince me to reach out to her yes. because I do not like snakes. I don't like pets. I don't like animals. 
not my thing. Well, I'm looking at her website and it's hard for me to even look at this website with the snake eggs Mm -hmm. and the snakes that she's got. Guys, she's catching snakes that is over 17 feet long. And it is so hard for me to look at these pictures. I'm like, Steph, I can't do this. Like, you're going to have to carry this conversation. And I said, happily, put me in, coach. I am excited about this. So every time we we saw your parents, your mom's like, have you reached out to the Python Hunter set? I'm like, no. (laughs) Why not? And then you you ask me for Valentine's. Can you please do me a favor? Reach out to the Python. That's all I wanted, you guys. I just... You're like, I'm a simple lady. Yeah, I'm a simple... I don't need flowers. Maybe some candy, like some chocolate, some food. Like, don't give me flowers. That's not me. But Kevin's like, okay, what do you want for Valentine's Day? I want to talk to Amy Seawee. I want to talk to this Python hunter. And you got the kids involved too, Daddy. Absolutely. Can we talk to Amy Seawee? Can we talk yes. to the Python hunter? So we did that. She was amazing. Her stories, she was such a good storyteller. She was great. But what were the, some of the listeners' reactions, though, that we got to. <laughs> <laughs> to the episode and the pictures that were posted on social media. It was pretty funny. Well, a couple of my girlfriends, well, a couple of my girlfriends, they actually want to take a road trip and do a girl's trip to visit Amy Seaweed. They're like, we can make this happen. So, Where's she I, down? Naples, Florida? Somewhere in Florida. Okay. Somewhere in Florida. But I was just like, I just love that everyone was so excited and they were on board. And But then when you posted a picture of like the eggs, the snake eggs, which I've mm. never seen a snake egg before. And to know they got so big and it was just crazy. Yes. It was insane. But she was fantastic. She was so much fun. So much fun. So then episode 72 was with Dog, the bounty hunter. Wayne, the dog, Chapman. So much fun. So this was one of those situations where I just reached out blindly, folks, to Dog, the bounty hunter. I found contact information, reached out. And a few days later, it's probably 11 o'clock at night, I got an email back from his peer agent and said, listen, dog forwarded me your email. He told me to set this up. He wants to talk to you on Tell Us a Good Story. And Steph, it was after 11 o'clock at night, but I'm running around the bedroom. I dropped my laptop. I am so excited. I woke you up. You were asleep. And I'm yep. like, you're not going to believe who just said yes to us. You're like, who? Dog, the bounty hunter. And you're just like, that's great. <laughs> Like, you so could not tired. care less. You could was, not care less. I was so much more excited when I got up I'm like, in the Steph, morning. Who can I call right now and tell them who just said yes? You're like, nobody. nobody. I'm like, I know it's 11 o'clock, but I am so excited. I got to tell somebody. It was amazing. I'm like, I'm not even going to be able to sleep tonight. I'm not going to be able to sleep tonight. I'm already thinking of questions in my head <laughs> about how do you find this guy or this guy or how to get the name dog. Well, it was cool because you and I, when we first got married, that was one of our shows. Oh, 100%. That's what we watched. So to see it come to fruition and now we're watching him and now we have our own podcast and radio show that we get to talk to him. And he's, he knows our name. He knows our name. Kevin and Stephanie are like, and, oh my gosh. And then at the very end of the conversation, like we had already said goodbye and he thought he was already disconnected, but we could still watch We could hear him see. as we were logging yeah, off. Yeah, we were watching him. We were hearing him talk and he said... He, Whoever was in the room with him, he's like, wow, that was a fun one. I really enjoyed those guys. And we're like, Which, we didn't talk, but we were like hitting each other like, I that about us. And I had already stopped recording. And I was like, oh my gosh, I wish I would have had that. <laughs> I wish I recorded that. When he was like, that was fun. I enjoyed those guys. We were freaking out. We were made so excited. And yeah. he was a great storyteller. He was. And the thing with him, it was literally ask him one question. He would just go. Yeah. And I can't imagine being at dinner with him or just having a coffee and just hearing the stories from that man from 
however long he's been a bounty hunter. Well, and oh it was crazy gosh. because when we set it up, they gave us 25 minutes, right? Yes. So we're talking and he, dog just kept going and going. And I think he talked to us for 58 52 minutes, minutes, 52 minutes. And he, I think would have kept talking, but you were being very respectful. You're like, you know, you told, shut us, it down. You, you told yeah. us this amount of time. We don't want to be rude to you or disrespect you. So we stopped it. And I think he would have kept going. I think he would have too, but he told us, I think three times, keep in contact with him. Yep. Which was very nice. It was very cool. So he was better than expected. Absolutely. You know, you see these people and, you know, when we talk, I don't want to say to normal people, but like to, you know, to Kevin and I, we're just normal people. But when you get somebody like dog, the bounty hunter, you're just like, okay, how is he going to talk with us? Is he going to feel like he's better than us? Like, I just, you never know how these people are going to be. And they couldn't be nicer. Like Could he not have been was nicer. so nice and so humble and so excited to talk to us. I think he enjoyed probably sharing some stories that he hasn't told people in a while, mm-hmm. right? Like how he got the name Dog or his time in prison as a teenager mm-hmm. and getting out, how he became a bounty hunter. Like he, he probably doesn't share that a whole lot. So he was absolutely fantastic. He was amazing. We he had a lot fantastic. of fun with him. So then the next episode, episode 73 was with Kemi Joseph, who might be Kemi. the kindest man so in the world. nice. He was so nice. And how I came across him was I had reached out to a PR agent for a particular individual who we're hoping we still get to have a conversation with yep. who would be amazing. 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 I, won't, I won't say the name just yet. And this individual was not available. And she's like, however, are there any other clients that we have that you would be interested in? And... She showed me the list of clients, sent me the list, and quite honestly, most of them were salespeople, life coaches. I didn't want anything to do with that, right, of listening to a life coach. That doesn't really fit what we do. And she's like, however, do me a favor, look at Kemi Joseph. I don't know if you've heard of him, but he's got a very unique story. So I started doing some research, Kemi Joseph, and I'm like, yes, if he's interested, we would love to talk to Kemi Joseph. So... She reached out to his agent, his agent got in contact with him and he was like, yes, I would love to come on your radio show and and podcast. So he was kind, but then listeners from a, I guess from a process standpoint, after every interview, we will send a draft to our guest to listen to it ahead of it getting published. I will send that to them as a kind gesture, just so they know nothing was taken out of context. If they said something that they regret... Let me know, and we will gladly edit it out for them. I'm not trying to make headlines here. Mm-hmm. We're trying to have a fun conversation. Absolutely. All right? And here's some we great stories. We want to honor them. We want to honor them. I don't want to surprise them. So we'll always do that. So send it to Kemi. He responded back, holy moly, this is fantastic. What you did with my story, how you presented it, how you packaged it. And he said, however, I do have an edit for you. Am I okay? What's that? He's like, in the introduction... You and Steph are talking about me. And Steph mentioned that I was a first-generation Haitian-American. She said it in past tense. She, and he's like, maybe people don't pick up on this very much. And it's just a syntax thing. But I'm still Haitian-American <laughs> today. It's not that I was Haitian-American. I still am Haitian-American today. Like, oh, okay. Like, dang, he's right. Good point. Yeah. Okay. All bad. right. Let me see if we can edit that out. So we just edited out that whole <laughs> That whole sentence. You're like, he, he was, was Haitian American. Haitian American. Like, he overcame a lot <laughs> as a kid. 
<laughs> he was a first generation Haitian American. He's like, I still am. He's and like that has not changed. Like, oh yeah, that's a good point. So right, I missed it. it. Our producer missed it. Yeah. But he heard it. I'm like, yes, we will make that adjustment. <laughs> so then episode 74, we did yes. a repeat conversation with Melvin Adams, who is a Hall of Fame Harlem Globetrotter. He's retired and now he goes to schools and youth functions and is a phenomenal, phenomenal professional speaker. He was one of our first guests and I actually just re-listened to it because it is such a good episode. His stories are phenomenal. He's such a good storyteller. He's got big personality. Big personality. So I really enjoyed listening to him again. But the reason why we had to do that was because we've had several guests that we've already talked to. Unfortunately, the one episode that we were trying to put for 74, it's a husband and wife. Her name's Crystal and his name's Bryce. And they're amazing. And we talked to them for almost two hours. And you guys, the story is phenomenal. But Kevin had to edit a lot to get it exactly where he wanted. And unfortunately, he wasn't happy with how the editing was going. And I, he came to me and he was so upset on Wednesday. And he said, Steph, it's just not there. I don't know what to do. And I said, Kevin, don't do it. I would much rather you wait a week. Because the last thing we want is for somebody to listen to it and be like, ah, well, that was a good, like we wouldn't honor Bryce and Crystal with their story. And that's not what we want to do. We want to honor them. So the best thing we could do is just wait and put it out when it was ready. So the question was, do we wait a week and not have an episode? Mm -hmm. Or do we present a prior conversation that we did over a year ago that a lot of our new listeners probably have not heard yet? Yep. Right. And Melvin was actually the very first guest we had who we didn't know. Yep who had said yes to us. And he was amazing. So we were like, okay, let, why don't we use this conversation? Because a lot of people have not heard it mm-hmm. versus skipping a week because the episode was not to the standard that I wanted. We just wanted to give you guys the best episodes to listen to. So we waited. Well, friends, our mission here as we wrap up episode 75 is to inspire, encourage, and give people hope. So for those of you who've read our book, or heard our story, we have gone through some major storms in our life. And as we were going through that, I needed something encouraging to hear every single day, just to mentally get through the day, right? As we're dealing with health issues and just catastrophes. And so this is why we do what we do. Well, you wanted to be encouraged. You wanted to be inspired. And sometimes you just wanted to laugh. I need you, to want, laugh. you needed to stop thinking about what you were going through for just a little bit and get your mind off of it, right? Absolutely. And so this is why we have a weekly radio show. This is why we do the podcast. This is why we've struggled just trying to figure this stuff out over the past year. But we've persevered to 75. I'm excited for this summer. I'm excited for what the next you know, 25 episodes entails. I don't know who all the guests will be. We have some ideas, you guys, and they're so good. They're so good. Absolutely. So thank you so much for listening. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Tell Us a Good Story. Friends, we want to encourage you to please follow us wherever you listen to this, whether it's on the Apple Podcast app, iHeartRadio, Spotify, 
or one of the other platforms. It's completely free, you guys. This helps us out big time with the folks who track this stuff. If you haven't already, we want to encourage you to please rate or even write us a review on Apple Podcast. We need as many as we possibly can, even if it's just one sentence. Thank you for listening, you guys, and sharing us with your friends. 